We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Hey, welcome back, BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glass are holding it down here Wednesday, August 30th, or as I like to call it, the day before we get some more college football. Kind of got some college football right now. We're watching the replay, the Fox Sports Greatest Games, Texas-Bama from last season, tied up at 10. Quinn Quinn Ewers, that's English, he just went down. Hudson, big game card comes in. Uh, Hudson Card no longer at Texas. If Quinn, U- if Quinn Ewers goes down this season, Peach, maybe you see Malik Murphy I... or you see Arch Manning. I don't think you see Arch Manning. I miss year. Bryce so much. Let me ask you a question. Week two, Texas, Alabama. You already got Texas plus seven in your hip pocket or plus seven and a half. Yeah. You get seven and a half. You see Tyler Buckner stroll out there. Are you tripling down? Yes. Quadrupling down? Zero percent chance Tyler Buckner is the starting quarterback. <laughs> no, also, that's true. I like Bama a little bit this weekend. We'll talk. I mean, we're here the yeah, next three days. We are. I know they're huge favorites, 38-point favorites. I know people expect Nick Saban maybe to take his foot off the gas in the second half of that game. Absolutely not. This is not going to be a year where Saban takes his foot off the gas. He's pissed off. Yeah. He wants to win the SEC. He wants to go back to the college football playoff. He's sick of hearing about Kirby and now Brian Kelly at LSU. Also... There's a quarterback battle, and I think they have to have that solved by week two going up against Texas. Like, this week, you could do the cute, hey, this guy's going to get reps, this guy's going to get reps. You can't do that going into that Texas game, I don't think. I don't think so, but you know what's funny is both times Bama's had this kind of QB competition and they've ended up winning the national championship, the guy who started earlier in the year hasn't been the one that's finished it. So as big as a game as a game this is against Texas, we all have to remember it's not a conference game. Bama still has everything in front of him. At the end of the day, Saban wants to make sure he has the right guy for the Tennessee game, for the LSU game, for the Auburn game, right, the A&M game. Um, I do think it's going to be Jalen Milrow. That's kind of what I'm hearing. That's kind of what I'm expecting, which I'm not surprised. He's such a good athlete, Ryan. If yeah. that guy is somewhat of a threat throwing the football, like he is absolutely the option. So we'll see what happens, man. I know you said it's the game you're most excited for the entire year. Is With that the one? Bama, Bama Texas, Texas, you think? More so than like a Michigan, Ohio State, or. Uh... Well, okay, so. Yeah, Bama, Texas, because I'm really high on Texas this season. You know season. what? Maybe like tomorrow but, or Friday, a segment, we do like the games we're looking forward to most this year. That'd be kind of fun. I'm and like, then we can do like game of the year lines, and if we think those would change, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like I that. Think that'd be fun. But, there you go, Scott. You have an idea for tomorrow. Well, we're doing it tomorrow. What do you think? No, I mean, because I mean, we, and you guys are great with this. A, because you, the two of you, honestly do circle <laughs> calendars yeah, we and do. go, hey, uh, you know, lines out for this. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. I mean, as soon as the schedule came out, and I was working with both of you over the summer, you were working with me, and right away, the, the I mean, obviously the schedule's out, but the schedule in conjunction with polls, and people start writing their futures articles right away. Yeah. What's, you know, my top 10, my most 15 watchable? I'd, I'd love to hear, now that we're on the cusp, on That's the precipice. Yeah. Yeah. On, There's... You know, there's so many, though. So Texas, Bama. I mean, Hells, Bama, LSU's I mean, got to be up there. Sunday. Florida, Florida State, State, I was going to say. Selfishly, now that Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, Ohio State. I, well, Notre Dame, Ohio say. State, and Notre Dame, Clemson. USC. And Clemson. Obviously, I mean, and Notre Dame, yeah. Clemson. Um, Clemson, Florida State. There's so many games that I have circled see, this year. Every s- game in the Pac-12, as crazy as that sounds, the last year we get it. That's so true. And yeah. there's going to be so uh, – man, there's going to be Gosh, really like Washington, good Washington, Oregon. That'll be a good one, too. I like I, – I, th- I think I actually predicted Oregon uh, on your show. Yeah. I'm going with Oregon to win the Pac-12. You are going with Oregon. Yeah, I like Dan Lanning a lot. Even with your boy Dillingham leaving. 
So that's my biggest concern. I know it is. But still, yeah, I mean, like, Bo Nix completed 73% of his passes. He would have had better numbers if he didn't have a high ankle sprain the last three weeks of the season. I don't think there's much of a drop. No, I agree with you. All right, I'm excited for that segment tomorrow. I'm interested to see what your top games are, what my top games are. Because, you know, we'll throw, like, a two-lane Cincinnati in there or something. That'll be, like, a game that we love. I can't wait for this two-lane South Alabama game either. It's going to be awesome. Could you bet it yet? Oh, I absolutely have. You like who do you like? Let's go Jags. Yeah, me too. South Alabama. Me too. Love them. I'm fading Western Kentucky. I got a lot of bets this weekend. Oh, yeah. We'll get to those. Let's talk a little NFL really quickly. Let's take a look at the coach of the year market. Anybody that you've bet, anybody that you have circled, anybody that you like for the coach of the year, I feel like we've had this conversation, and I'm going to make the case for Matt LaFleur just because yeah. three straight seasons where he wins 13 games and the knock was well, he has Aaron Rodgers. He has the MVP of the league two of those three years, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Now you have Jordan Love, who's been sitting for three years. He looked really good in the preseason. If that defense stays healthy, you have eight first-round picks. They should be top 15, hopefully. So I would make the case for LaFleur. Maybe, yep. you, like, maybe you like the Bears, then maybe you're looking at... No. No? No. No Eberflus for me. No Matt Eberflus. I'm with you on LaFleur, but you could have gotten LaFleur like 30-1 to 1 a month ago. Now he's 16-1, to 1, and I don't want to get involved. It's the same thing with Mike Tomlin. He was 30-1 to 1 a month ago. Now he's 20-1. to 1. I was really... Everybody was hyping up Justin Fields, and people think it's going to be Fields, Fields, Fields is going to be the guy that's taking the next step. All along, I've been saying it's Kenny Pickett. That's the guy who I like. So that's why I was big on Tomlin for Coach of the Year, because all the dude does is win 9, 10, 11 games every single season. People are expecting the Steelers to come in last place in the AFC North. If he wins that division, he will be right in the thick of Coach of the Year. So that's why I thought 30-1, to he was a great bet. The other two guys I'm looking at, Ryan, I think Kevin Stefanski, if you're high on the Browns like you are, again, the same logic as kind of the Steelers, right? The Browns and Steelers are thought of as teams that probably aren't going to win that division, aren't going to be a top seed in the loaded AFC. If both of those things happen, Stefanski's going to be right there. And because of how bad Watson was last year, if he's able to turn him around, that's only going to help Stefanski's case. So he was somebody that stood out to me as well. And then the other guy is Mike Vrabel. I mean, Ryan, I think we both agree. Vrabel's one of the top five coaches in the sport. The guy is unbelievable as an underdog. If he can manage to win that AFC South division and overtake the Jags, when the Jags are so much more talented than Tennessee is, when when their schedule is so much more favorable than Tennessee's is, if Vrabel's able to win that division with either the corpse of Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis or Will Levis, whoever it ends up being, with Derrick Henry running himself into the ground with the secondary that gives up so many easy passes to opposing teams, if they're able to win that division, man... I think Vrabel at thirty to one's the guy. I, like, I think that's my favorite play is Vrabel. I like the price. And I last do. year they just had so many injuries, especially on defense, especially in the secondary, where if they stay healthy, and I know everybody, including myself, is high on the Jags coming into the season. What if uh, they're just overhyped? Like, what if the Jags look like the Jags did the first couple weeks of the season, even with Doug Peterson? I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't look great the first four weeks of the year. Last eight weeks of the season, he looked like the best quarterback in the AFC. But who knows? Like, maybe that defense doesn't make the, doesn't take the next step. I don't really love the defensive side of the ball for Jacksonville. Right. Out on Houston and Indianapolis, at least for the next couple of years. So I do like that 30-1 to 1 price. I feel like there's a couple guys you could just cross off the list, right? Like... Riverboat Ron, 35-1. to 1. Ron Rivera, I think Washington goes under six and a half wins. I think he's going to be the first coach fired. I would rather bet that. Wow. I think they're going to be a mess this year. And I like Sam Howell, but I don't like the offensive line. Terry McLaurin's already dealing with turf toe. He's going to be dinged if he does play week one. Uh, and then on the defensive side of the ball, yeah, they should be solid, but... 
I think they're a little overrated, and I just don't know what to expect from a guy like uh, Chase Young, even in the contract year. So I feel like there's a couple guys you could cross off the list. Him, Andy Reid at 30-1. to 1. For Andy Reid to win Coach yeah. of the Year with Patrick Mahomes, they would have to go 17-0. No, Mahomes would have to get hurt. Yeah. Like, honestly. Right. That's what would have to happen. Because if you have Mahomes, again, that's going to be the knock. You have a Hall of Fame. You have the MVP of the league right. behind center. Even Harbaugh, 30-1. to 1. I mean, even if Baltimore wins 14 games, I don't think that he gets any love. If anything, Lamar maybe gets some MVP love because if they win 14 games, it's because for the first time in three years, Lamar stayed healthy. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just a couple guys that I'd cross off this list. I agree with you. I would love a better price with Sean Payton. I'm not as high on Denver as everybody else because I'm not a Russell Wilson believer that he's just going to find it again. But if he does, and that offense is able to at least score 24 points per game, you have a top five defense in Denver, and Sean Payton's going to get all the love. But I want a better price than 11 to one. Like you said with Eberflus, I'd want a better price at f- than 14 to one because the Bears' defense doesn't look very good. Justin Fields, especially in that last preseason game, didn't look very good. So I'd rather play Lafleur in the NFC North. You make a really good point, um, or I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm starting to come around on Stefanski a little bit, dude. I think one of those AFC North coaches, man, Tomlin or, or Stefanski. I think maybe you take them both because look, I mean, everybody's going to pick the Bengals or the Ravens to win that division, and and it's hard to see not one of those teams winning if they do stay healthy. But the Steelers and Browns are both playoff caliber teams, yeah. and with the seasons they had last year, especially with the Watson element in all of this. Like, if you believe Watson's going to turn around, I think you got to bet Stefanski. Well, and Stefanski was so good that first year with Baker. So Baker good. was a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, Baker looked, and, and they won a playoff game. They beat it's Pittsburgh true. in the playoffs, and Baker looked good. And then the next year he got hurt. So, and, and you saw what Stefanski was able to do in Minnesota as a play caller. We know he's a good play caller. We don't know if he's a great head coach. What are your thoughts? So Shane Steichen's 22-1, to 1, but I don't think they're going to be very good. No. But I'm looking at, like, young coaches taking over right. young teams where maybe they could go from, Worst to first. I think D'Amico would be the better bet than Steichen. Even though I don't like either, I just think their defense is going to be pretty good. We both like Stroud. I love Damian Pierce. I think he's one of the most underrated running backs in football. So the Texans would kind of be the team that I would look at in that uh, opposed to the Colts maybe more so. Are you surprised that Dan Campbell's the favorite? I'm not. Because everybody loves Dan Campbell. I know. Everybody loves Detroit this season. But Nobody I, has any expectations whatsoever for the NFC North. So you think they win 10, 11 games. They haven't been favored. They haven't won the conference, the division, since 1993. But I just the feel Buccaneers like were the there. way that they ended last season, like, took some steam out of Coach of the Year for him this year, yeah. right? Like, they went 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Yeah, I wouldn't bet him, especially at 8-1. to one. No, can't do that. What like, about your boy Arthur Smith? You love you some Falcons. All right, that's where I was going to go. So that's what I had circled. I was saving the best for last. I <laughs> All right, so they spent the fourth most money on the defensive side of the ball. You bring in a guy like Jesse Bates to fix up that secondary. I know, like, Campbell, Bud Dupree, those guys are a little bit older, and Jeffrey Okuda's probably not any good, but it's better than what you had defensively last year for Atlanta. You don't have to be top 10, top 15. I think you've got to be top 20 because they're going to be able to run the ball and eat clock. They had three running backs last year inside the top 20 as far as efficiency. Now you draft probably the best college football running back the last decade-plus in Bijan. They're loaded in with the skill position players. So I, I like Kyle Pitts, even though uh, you know he's kind of a fantasy bust because he never gives you six touchdowns in a season. I like Drake London, especially the first half of last season. I think that he could get some love. I think they could win nine, ten games, and they play the second easiest schedule in the league next to only the Saints. And that's what I was going to ask you before we got yep, to Arthur Smith because I love team. him. 
Does Dennis Allen have a shot? They play the easiest schedule. They obviously upgraded the quarterback position with Carr taking over for Jameis. They still have Jameis as the backup. They were fourth overall defensively last season. But if they win 11 games playing the easiest schedule with an upgraded quarterback, does Dennis Allen get any love at 20-1? to I don't think so. Maybe not 11 wins. I think they probably have to have like a two seed in the NFC, right? Like if they finish it as a top two team, then I think he, he might win it. But that's the team I was looking at. I think the NFC South is an interesting... Um, division for this market, right? We're talking Arthur Smith, Dennis Allen, Frank Reich for Carolina. Yeah. Todd Bowles, like the Bucks are going to stink. So I don't think Todd Bowles is going to win it. But if they don't, if they me don't, and Nick have been talking about this. Like, what if they're Seattle from last year? I know. Like, Baker looked pretty good those last couple weeks that with the Rams. defense is still going to be good. They have great receivers. It is kind of like Godwin, Seattle. You got Godwin, you got Mike Evans. You're right. This could be this year's Seattle. See, the problem is Bowles is nowhere near the coach. He's Carolyn. a terrible coach. He's a bad that, coach. Right, too. and that's the problem. If they had a good coach, yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. But they, And so, you know, if we're talking about bad coach, I don't think he's exactly going to win coach of the year. Yeah. For me, for me, best bet, and I do really like this Stefanski look, especially at the price, 30 to 1. I like Arthur Smith, 14 to 1. The last guy I wanted to ask you about any chance if the Jets live up to expectations, if they win 13 games, you know, they overtake the Bills in that division who were the Super Bowl favorites last year, still have really good odds this year. You know, they overtake the Dolphins, who we have high expectations for. The Patriots are always the Patriots. Yep. Any chance that Robert Sala gets love at 16 to 1? I don't think so because of the same knock LaFleur had. He has Aaron Rodgers and he has the best defense and best defensive line in all of football. So I don't think he would get a vote even. Yeah, he, he, they'd, they'd really have to have a special season. Like, I don't think it would be enough for them to win the AFC East. I think they got to win, like, 14 or 15 games. I mean, they got to they gotta really look dominant, especially with the schedule that they play. Like, they play one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. So if they rack up a ton of wins with that schedule, then I think that's the only way. But you're right. He has Rodgers. He has great defense. Their roster's loaded. And, you know, they're not sneaking up on anybody. Like, the, the public loves this team. The media loves this team. They're featured on Hard Knocks. So, right. yeah, it's going to be – I think that would be a tough one. And then the last question I have for you, Mike McDaniel, everybody loves him. He's quirky. He's a great quote. Mm. He's a great offensive mind, was the run game coordinator for the 49ers. We know how good they're going to be offensively. Defensively, they should be better with Vic Fangio as the coordinator. And when Jalen Ramsey does come back, that obviously helps their secondary. But would you rather bet Miami to win the division if you're getting like a 7-1, to 8-1 to price or go with McDaniel 20-1? to Because do you think that team's too good for him to get any love? You know what I mean? Like I You got Tua, you got Tyreek Hill, yeah. you have Jalen Waddell, and then defensively, Jalen Ramsey's still a big name. I know he's hurt to start the season. I don't know if he'd get any love. No, I think the best bet with the Dolphins is Tua MVP. Like, I think that's the best futures bet, right? I mean, if, if he stays healthy with those weapons and they put up the numbers that they did last year when he was healthy, I think Tua could, could be a look. But... Nah, I, I don't like McDaniel. The other name that uh, I wanted to throw at you, which I think is interesting, what about Kevin O'Connell? Even though Minnesota won 13 games last year, everybody thought they were frauds. Their win total's at 8.5 this year. If McConnell comes back and they win 13 games again, couldn't you see him maybe win the award? If they win 13 games with that defense... Yeah, I think they're they're much right. Be shot. I, I think if he does that again and yeah. shows people like, yeah, I'm that good, I, I think he could. I just don't know what the defense is. I right. mean, they lost some, but the guys that they lost, it doesn't really matter. Like losing Zadaria Smith, I don't think is a huge loss. The secondary is kind of a mess, but um, I do like the Brian Flores hire. You know they're going to blitz a lot. Definitely. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, if they win 13 games, I do think he would get a look. And you know they're going to be really yeah. good offensively. Oh, you were talking about worst bets, Rivera? Yeah, Josh McDaniels, too, for the Raiders. No Zero, shot. zero chance. No shot. Unless they start zero. Aiden O'Connell 
week one, and he wins Zero 10 games. chance. No, he, he might be first coach fired. The problem is they owe him so much money. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Would you rather? BetMGM Tonight, Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, Scott Lynn.